Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. I'm here today with Rogue Couture de Saro. Uh, from breaking glass ceilings to Wall Street, to growing a million-dollar company, to her TEDx talk, to her various entrepreneurial awards, to her current advocacy of leading women to owning who they are, Rose's life work has defined the life path of many women, particularly business and professional women who are seeking to make their mark. Her Gutsy Gals Collective Learning Programs are leading the way for feminine leadership to belong in the boardroom as CEOs and business owners for the highest fulfillment of their careers and lives. So welcome, Ro. It's so good to see you. Um, I've known you for many years and you've, you've been absolutely amazing. So today, um, we're going to speak about what, to, what does leadership mean to men versus leadership to women? Ah, good question. It's probably like a very popular question today, right? In the sense of, is there a difference between men and women and leadership? And, you know, there is, a, there is definitely this old regime of leadership that's been out there all these years and and now this whole talk about the new era and the new world. And we are really going more towards a world of leadership, of humanity, of humans. It's like I, there's a company that calls it the new human. And I love that because it is about how can we combine the best of the masculine leadership and the best of the feminine leadership together as one. Throw out the old, you know, aggressive it's all about I, it's all about me, throw out the, you know, all, all of that stuff and really bring into that, you know, move from I to we, where leadership today, that's what women bring to the table. Feminine leadership brings the compassion, brings the empathy, brings the intuition, brings the caring about everyone. It's not about me at the top and you're following me. It's about instead of old regime of power over, it's more like power whip. Like, let's do this together, right? We, like with women, we're, we have this community sense about us because we care about everyone and, and it needs to show up in leadership. So that's the difference I see that what women bring to the table in leadership is these traits that really lend itself to people really engaging with one another, opening up to one another, enjoying one another's company. And when we do that, our insights open up. Our, the, the, the innovativeness of us is, is like tapped into. Our creativity is opened up into because it puts us into a whole different part of our brain. And it's the part of the brain where wisdom lies. So can't go wrong with wisdom, right? <laughs> For sure. And women bring a totally 
different knowledge base and strength base uh, and experience base to the table. Years ago, I spoke to um, a physicist who taught at a university, and he said when women came into his classes, the conversation was so much more broad because their thinking, they could fill the gaps that the men in the class couldn't see. Yeah, because they could see they're thinking about others. You know, they're not just so focused on themselves. They think about the whole. And so it's this wholeheartedness that they bring to the table. Absolutely. I, I could see that. And women in the workplace, um, moving up the ladder, how much resistance has there been? And do you think that is changing? There's been a lot of resistance. And I have to be honest here, um, because I know this is uh, your podcast on what would you say. And I would say that too many women are resisting the feminine leadership side of themselves. And, and that's sad to see because they're still, you know, they're still tapping into the, the, the leadership regime, regime that we have right now is the masculine way. And, and stop tapping into that. We need to be our masculine selves at work we could be our feminine self at home and where we need to be both masculine and feminine, both at work and at home. And so I think it's changing. I see it's changing. Uh, there's people like me that are trying to make a change and I'm, and I'm not alone with that. Thank God, but it, it's taken its time. That's uh, it's getting better, but it's still far from where we need to be. I totally agree. I read an article uh, several years ago about um, that was written in Harvard Business Review about how all of these women were leaving um, these top companies that they needed more women. And the writer said that um, it was unfortunate and he gave the impression that when women left, they left all their brains behind, which is certainly not true. Um, no. We're so capable. And so we find our own way. What's happening is, and, and I'm sorry, but <laughs> what's happening is because that they're, they're doing it not in their own authentic self and then embracing that feminine side of themselves. And if they're like lopsided, so to speak, is that they get to a certain point in their career or the certain point in their age that they're not happy and they're not fulfilled. And we get this false sense that it's maybe it's the job or maybe it's what they're doing. So, you know, it's like where the grass is greener on the other side. So that's one situation that happens. So it's kind of like, you know, remember when we used to, when we were young, we would say about men having their mid, mid, mid-age crisis. It's kind of like that crisis that women reach that peak because they've been, they got, they were there so they're overwhelmed and they're stressed out and they're not happy and they're not fulfilled because they didn't fulfill that leadership role authentically as who they are as an individual. So they weren't balanced in their identity of who they are. So at some point, you're going to start to feel that, and then you're going to want to leave. The other thing is that because we're not treated uh, and seen the equal and seen the, uh, the really good that women bring to the table, we're not seen, we're not heard, we're not respected. And when women are not respected, 
and seeing we're going to be like, well, I'm going to go where I am respected. And sometimes it's either another company and sometimes it's entrepreneurship. And that's where a lot of women do go into entrepreneurship because it's like, it's almost like we have to take control of ourselves. For sure. And they've created, they, and there, they're in entrepreneurship, there's no glass ceiling. So you right. create your own success and you can move as high up as you want. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say there is, there is still a glass ceiling because we create our own. Oh, well, that's true. That's so true. <laughs> We so, think there's nothing until we get out there and we create on our own. So this is the first of a two-series podcast. Uh, Ro will be back, and uh, she's going to be speaking about what we do in the bedroom leads to what we do in the boardroom. So I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. Um, and I like to ask my guests uh, when you're on your way out the door to a meeting uh, or a function, what is your go-to outfit? My go-to outfit? <sighs> For a meeting? It's either, well, I, I do love dresses. So I do like to wear a dress. And if, if it's in the winter here on the East Coast, it'll be a dress with boots. It'll be a lot more comfortable. Uh, but it's... Uh, but I also have a couple of really good pants that I feel fabulous in and they're comfortable and they look good on me. So it, it's really, it's, it's something that I know I feel good in and I'm going to be comfortable. Those are my two go-to. I have to be comfortable and I have to look smashing. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And where can people find you? They can find me uh, on my website at rowcouturedesarrow.com. Uh, they could even find me. I am be a gutsy gal pretty much everywhere on social media, except for uh, Instagram. It's, it's gutsy gals underscore leaders. And if anybody reaches out to me, I have my gutsy gal success series. Love to send it to them and, and help them start, you know, tapping into their worth and their value. How wonderful. And I know that you're a gutsy gal. So I thank you so very much for being on my podcast. The Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Thank you so very much. And I'll look forward to the second part of the series. Thank you. So will I. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you.